If you're looking at planning a dream vacation or just a quick trip to Disney World or Universal Studios, look no further than Zip Travel. We have a dedicated team just for Capture the Magic listeners that will not only provide expert advice, but will also help you find the best deals on tickets, hotels, dining, special events, and more. But that's not all. By booking your vacation with Zip Travel, you'll get some free gifts, including a free t-shirt from us, $10 in shop credit, and a gift waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So why wait? Head on over to travelwithzip.com and fill out the short form there to get in contact. There is zero obligation. So even if you're just curious about pricing and what would work for your budget, again, just head to travelwithzip.com today. everybody and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee and I'm here with my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. Well, I got a question for you as always. All right. I'm ready. I think. All right. I didn't study though. Okay. What is your favorite water ride at Universal Orlando? Uh, well, it's funny you ask considering that we perhaps just rode a few of those. We just did. Um, let's see. I've ridden the Jurassic Park one, but it's been a long time ago. Okay. That's a pretty thrilling one. Mm-hmm. But I'll say just pure water ride. It would be the uh, Popeye's Barge or what's the actual name of it? I think it's Popeye's and Bluto's Bilge Ride yeah, Barge. the Barge. Basically the one that gets you completely soaked. Because um, it does. Get, it goes way out of its way to make sure that you leave that ride completely soaking wet. Yeah, so we actually just did that and Ripsaw Falls, Dudley Do Rides Ripsaw Falls, uh, this uh, this past I guess last week, and uh, it was very hot, so it was it was very nice to get a little little relief from the heat. Um, but it, it was we, nice, yeah. The day we were there, the car on the drive home said it was a hundred degrees. degrees. I don't think it was a hundred degrees. I think it was more like 95 ish. It was, I think it topped out at 94. Okay. I think it topped out at 94, but still, I mean, that's hot enough, you know? Um, but yeah, the, the Bluto's and Popeye's and Bluto's Bill Rat barge. It's, you know, it, I had been on it before. It'd been like 20 years, but it just, it gets you completely drenched and it's just like a, it's just like Cali river rapids over at Disney. Um, but it was, we had a lot of fun. Our daughter was like, she loved it. And our son was like very confused. He was holding my hand the whole time, like not knowing what's going on. But he wasn't like mad or anything. I don't know. It was it was fun. We liked it. <laughs> it was yeah. It was it was very much like uh, in Silver Silver Dollar City, which we've talked about before in Branson. They had a ride that no longer exists called the Lost River. That was basically just this, where you're in one of those circular tubes that just the whole point is to just well, get you soaked. It's like Grizzly River Run. Ever in California I feel like there's a, there's, there's a, a lot of iterations say, there's a of lot this. of rides like this but yeah. I would say I mean I'm not with water rides it's very much you know like we went there prepared for it because I had like on you know board shorts and I had on socks or shoes I didn't need socks with and things like that so I just don't want my socks getting wet if I'm wearing socks. Right. And the kids so. were wearing like basically swim type material yes. stuff too. Yeah. So like they were good. Uh, but we did that on purpose and we don't normally ride a lot of water rides and unless it's like the summer. Um, but we did that and our daughter, my daughter and I, we did rips off alls uh, together after a 60 minute wait, which I mean, 
that ride. <laughs> I don't think it's worth 60 it, minutes. No. I mean, if it, we had Express, so we didn't have Express Pass yet. It hadn't kicked in until until 4 o'clock. We were there at like 1.30 or 2. Um, but we kind of had a little bit of a time crunch because we wanted to get home by, you know, like 6 or 6.30. So we had to leave by like 4. So we couldn't use the Express Pass. Um, so we had to wait in line and we did. Line moved very slowly. I think I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we wrote it. But I think I'm good on that one for a while. Um, but it was fun. It, it, it felt nice to get a little little refresher. Because it, it was a little bit of a breeze that day. Like, it wasn't terrible. At, uh, I mean, again, you're in Central Orlando, uh, yeah. Central Florida in a theme park. So it right. doesn't tend to get... There's not a lot of breeze, typically. No, but I mean, like, with we, basically, you're, all your clothes are soaked. Well, it yeah, nice. that's, yeah, when you, <laughs> yeah. When you're completely soaked, everything's a breeze. Yeah. You're just walking around. Yeah. I would say that one was more fun for me than Ripsaw Falls. Um, Jurassic Park River Adventure, it needs a refurb. It's been a long time since they've been on it. So I went on it recently. Um, when was that? That was the end of end of April, I think. And it's it needs a little love. <laughs> there's a lot of um, there's a lot of animatronics that aren't working. Mm-hmm. A lot of it needs to be like repainted in some areas. Things are kind of things not not looking so hot. Um, and I, I would prefer if they would if they're going to redo anything, maybe re retheme it to Jurassic World, like Hollywood has. They could, yeah. They could do something like that. So anyway, I like that ride. I've been on it many times. Uh, I really do like that. But I think I think I like the the barges better just because we had more fun. Like as a family, we got to do it all four of us, and I think that was I think that was a lot of fun. Well, in those rides, you also become it becomes a group bonding exercise <laughs> because everybody just That's you're true. looking at each other and they're like, oh, you're about to get soaked. Yeah, you know. So you're all like in you know as the old saying goes, you're all in the same boat. So, but you know, yep. that I mean, literally true, but yeah, yeah. so but it was fun. I had fun, but, um, but we're not going to just talk about water rides. We're actually going to talk about Minion Land that had its soft opening June 17th. We actually got to enjoy a little bit of that and go through it. And we're just going to share what we got to do today. Yeah. So it kind of exciting. Everything's open except for the ride. Yeah. And it's all technically, like Jamie said, in a soft opening. So. Absolutely. But before we get to all that, if you want extra content, uh, more podcasts, um, discounts, etc., you should look into joining Club 32. Yes. And like Jamie said, if you want to help support the show and everything like that, it's a great way to do it. So in Club 32, you're obviously you're in a cool club, first off. If you can't afford Club 33, it's the next best option. But in there, we have live streams. We have private podcast feeds. So we have additional content like Cool Kids Kitchen, where we do a monthly live stream where we cook and make a Disney dish. Uh, we are now doing cool, our uh, C-Team at the Movies, where we every other week now we're watching some of the old uh, 90s sitcoms where they go to Disney, and then you're realizing how old you are as you watch those, but they're a lot of fun. And we have the Club 32 Speakeasy. There is 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 can- Candle Company products. There is a Discord and a private Facebook group. And all sorts of stuff. We got a meetup coming up in November and January. So if you want to be a part of those, that's obviously a great way to do that. And uh, it's just a great group where you know a lot of people have become really good friends in there. So, anyways, if you're looking for a cool group, if you want more content, all that stuff, uh, head on over to ctmvip.com, and we have monthly or yearly options you can do. If you do a yearly option, you get a free T-shirt. If you do monthly, you can even do a free trial. If you want to try it out, check it out for you and everything like that. So, uh, again, ctmvip.com is where you go there. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. Uh, on social media or 
at hello at ctm.show. So. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Well, before we get to Minion Land, we're going to discuss some news that was that was breaking this past couple of weeks. So the first thing we're going to talk about is theme park attendance stats for 2022 are out. And we have learned some very interesting information. Yes. So this is the yearly theme park entertainment association report that comes out. And it's, it's looked at as the most, I guess you could just say the trusted or the it's the thing most people look at when it comes to theme park attendance, basically. So these numbers are ones that are definitely looked upon uh, when you're judging stuff. So the 2022 numbers came out. We talked about on the the Disney show, you know, Magic Kingdom was up uh, from 20, again, from, from 21 to 22, Magic Kingdom was up 35%. Animal Kingdom was up 25%. Epcot was up 29%. And Hollywood Studios is up 27%. So in Universal Studios, they were up 20%. And Islands of Adventure was up 21%. So up across the board, even Hollywood was up 53%, which probably some of that is, uh, is from Nintendo opening. Well, no, that would have been this year. So that wouldn't even for that reason. No, they were closed longer. That's true. Mm-hmm. They were. Uh, but the interesting thing that I found, so I kind of looked a little closer into the numbers in that since 2019, because obviously 2019 and then 2020 was you know the year we don't talk about. <laughs> I guess we could talk about it, but nobody wants to talk about it. Um, obviously, attendance in theme parks was very, very low. Uh, for instance, at Universal Studios, it was for the year like four million, and Islands of Adventure was four million as well. From the previous year in 2019, uh, Universal Studios was almost 11 million visitors, and Islands of Adventure was 10.3 million. Okay, so looking at it from 2019 to 2022 becomes very interesting because. Disney has not quite recovered their attendance numbers since 2019. And we talked about that a little bit in the show, but uh, since 2019, Disney has been down anywhere from 5% to 35% in terms of their attendance since 2019. Universal Studios, though, since 2019, Island, or excuse me, Universal Studios Orlando is down just 1.58% since 2019. So in 2022, Universal Studios is 10.7% million and in 2019 they were 10.9 million so they have almost completely recovered all of their attendance that they had 20, 2019 and the only theme park out of i believe maybe all of them but i know it for sure out of disney universal that actually gained since 2019 is islands of adventure mm-hmm. so in 2019 islands of adventure had 10.3 million visitors and in 2022 they had a little bit over 11 million visitors which that is a increase of over six percent so yep it's an interesting thing when you're looking at market share and what universal has been doing and you know we've talked about it and i think universal and they've even said themselves i've seen a lot of growth since 2019 and if you look at the market share they're definitely eating into market share now this is a completely com- different conversation and we talked about the, on the disney show Disney's focus is much more lately have been charging more, you know, and having the park reservation system kind of limiting attendance, whether that pays off in the long run, we'll wait and see, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, in the Disney show, I contend, I don't think that's a really great idea in the long term, but in the short term, their profits are up. And I mean, even up threefold since 2019. So it's working in the short term for them. So, I mean, when you're talking Disney universal, the main thing you really, it, it's not, a thing is like that universal is the same size or bringing in the same amount of people as Disney world. They're just, it's not the same scale right, or level, 
But where you where you start getting an interesting conversation going is market share, and Universal has been eating into Disney's market share for a you know for a while. So if you look at 2019, Disney's market share was 71.78 percent. So basically, 72 percent of the market share that they had in Orlando area, and Universal was a little bit over 28 percent. So if you fast forward to 2022. Disney is basically sitting at 68% and Universal is at 32%. So Universal is gaining that market share. You know, Disney's you know, letting some of it off there. So again, we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, this is one of these very slow moving things. But in terms of just looking at it from a Universal perspective, they have to be happy with this because they are gaining market share, which for what they want to accomplish has to be the short term goal. You know, they can have a long-term goal, but you're not going to get anywhere without a short-term goal of, okay, you just want to eat into that market share and get more of that audience. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. So I think that report shows from Universal's perspective, uh, they're they're making headway. Yep, I think so. And something that helps uh, Islands of Adventure specifically, it was, you know, Hagrid's is still a very popular ride over islands. Yes. Um, Velocicoaster opened in uh, 2021. And that was huge for them. Mm-hmm. It was a big, huge thing. So they're they're adding more and more things to the parks. Like I think at a bit of a faster rate than Disney is right now, and I think that is you know a positive thing for Universal that they are able to quickly turn around things like close something and then reopen to whatever it is. Whereas Disney's taking a little longer. Case in point, Tron took a couple years. Um, so I think Universal, if they're able to quickly do that where they have new innovative things that are coming out quicker that just just that's just going to increase the crowds even more at least that's in my opinion yeah i mean disney for a long time is always their construction takes a while mm-hmm. they, they'd like to spread out over quarters and they again if you look at the market share they can do that they don't feel like they have to be in any sort of rush universal is the up you know if you look at it from a sports perspective they're the up-and-coming team that are trying to make their mark and they're hungry and they're, you know, they're willing they they have Comcast funding, so they have money to spend. Yeah. And they're aggressive. So yeah, I mean, I agree. I think they're they're a little bit more nimble about things at times. Uh and you know, the, the thing now, admittedly, I will say, would you have Universal with the market share? Disney may not be focusing on the market share. They're obviously looking at revenues and profits. So they're kind of playing two different games right now. You know, Universal specifically, let's see, into market share. Disney's looking at it, and obviously their props, everything are up. So, as at this moment, you can make an argument that both of them are happy. Mm-hmm. We'll just, you know, it's going to wait and see how this plays out. I think with Epic Universe coming in the next couple of years, that's something that'll be very interesting to see how much that impacts this whole Orlando area. Uh, and, you know, I will do some more updates on that, but Epic Universe is, it's going to be the largest theme park in North America. It's huge. Just in landmass size, what they're adding to it. So it, that'll be in Disney at the, uh, at the, this point, they haven't had any rebuttal for it. Uh, in terms of even, I'm not expecting Disney to announce a new theme park, but not even like a new land. They have Tiana opening up. Uh, I think that's going to take like a year, year and a half to redo Splash Mountain. Uh, nope, it'll be um, uh, 2024 summer, so okay. it'll be a year from now. So, and other than that, I mean, you have the Moana Ep- Epcot attraction coming to Epcot. They don't have anything else slated on the books. So, attraction wise, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they so. haven't announced anything else. So, 
it'll be interesting to see how what kind of reaction they have or if they even do if they're just in a wait and see i mean obviously if you look at the markets here disney has it so they could potentially just wait and see how the impact is um you know in my opinion that seems a little risky because if epic universe is a really big success even if disney announced the next year okay this is what we're doing i mean that it, theoretically, if they said we're opening a new theme park, it wouldn't be open for five plus years. So we'll see. But it's the theme park attendance is interesting uh, just to see from both perspectives. Of they're both are obviously coming off of 2020, building back their audience, and Universal is definitely you know doing. They're definitely taking the opportunity. I think they they think they've been presented with an opportunity, and are they seem to be capitalizing on it. So. Yep. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for that insight, Jared. I did enough math for weeks. I don't want to do any more math. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we're also going to talk about some Halloween Horror Nights news that has recently come about. Yes. So we've talked about Halloween Horror Nights, you know, a few times what we know about it. And the latest thing is that the rumor is that is a, The Last of Us will be one of the houses this year. So if you're not familiar with The Last of Us, is based off of a video game and this it's going to be so it's a video game that had a show made after it this is going to be based off of the video game rumor has it and not the show and that's the zom zombie is it zombies i have it's, i don't watch it so. um it, it's a so the first game is a great game okay there's the last of us 2 that is terrible oh awful okay it should never be spoken of. Oh, so it's a really weird dichotomy. So I love the first Last of Us. So it's it's zomb basically it's zombies. It's it's more of a, instead of a you, them biting you, there's a, a fungus that you breathe in and you become a, basically a zombie. So okay, um, yeah. So potentially, I mean, if it's based off the first game, be really cool. Okay, so cool. And there's also a new rumor out there that Stranger Things, uh, Stranger Things House, is returning this year now i've gone the last two years and they did not have a stranger things house so i'm guessing the last time it was 2019 was when they had one or 2020 i thought i remember them having a stranger Things. or was so. it like one of two houses in 2020 remember they only did like two houses it may have been it was very like i mean i, I can't remember exactly, i saw the first season of stranger things and that we were in missouri still so that almost had to be 2018 2019 timeline so okay. maybe around that range. Okay. I mean, Stranger Things season one, I absolutely loved. I need to catch up and maybe I've heard season four is really good as well. So, yeah. but, so I don't know what would be in it potentially, but uh, yeah. And then also premiere pass holder nights. Um, those nights have been released for both Hollywood and Orlando. And that is the, when you get like premiere pass holder, premiere passes, it comes with a free Halloween Horror Nights ticket on select nights. And these are the nights that they have released. And basically it's like the beginning of September all the way through the first two nights of October. Um, and that's pretty much it. So all, most of October is blocked out for that free pass. So. That doesn't surprise me. You no, no. Closer to Halloween is going to be, you know, they want you paying to go there. So Right. Um, we're going to try to go. I I don't know the plans exactly yet, but that is that is that is the plan is to try and go. <laughs> Apparently, the theme part of it this year is like little kids and stuff. And I told yeah. Jamie, I'm like, I don't I I've said I don't enjoy the horror genre, so yeah. Um, I will if I if I do go, I will I will try to keep an open mind. <laughs> but this is much like 
taking, I'm trying to think of an analogy of just like, you hate peas and someone is like, we're going to have dinner and eat nothing but peas. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I need you to give a review on this when you're done. You're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'll do my best. That's a good analogy for you. (laughs) Um, Okay. And the last thing I'll talk about news wise is that Jurassic Park is still getting some love for the 30th anniversary in the parks. They are. The tribute store is still up. Still up. Still going strong. Still great. We took our our kids through it and our son uh, (laughs) grabbed... Not kidding. He walked up to a shelf. He grabbed five dinosaurs <laughs> and was like, let's go. And, and he I'm started like, walking out. We're like, like, no. Okay, buddy, we can't have all five. And he was not happy. He cried. <laughs> he, was not happy. he cried. And honestly, we probably would have bought him one, but we had just bought some minion stuff and we're like, oh, okay, we, we can't buy him anymore. Like, no. So, well, he was okay. So in sad. his defense, too, he also has like a thousand dinosaurs here at the house. But so, they're little. They're little. They're not but $40. He, you know? he really liked it. Our, you know, the photo ops places in there, they yes. both love those. So, that was fun. That was really cool. But, yes, they are getting some more love. So, Mr. Hammond, if you remember him from the movies, and a few Jurassic Park themed Jeeps appeared in City Walk on June 9th. And this was the 30 years after the movie was released. released. So it was like a character. 30 years exactly. So they had them there. And uh, there are also some specialty dishes and drinks that you can find at Thunder Falls and Natural Selections and the Watering Hole that are Jurassic Park themed. A watering hole has has that that drink with the the tiki looking mug with the dinosaurs on the side. I, we almost we almost were going to get it, but we're like, nah, we're with our kids. Well, we were also racing back, and we'll talk about to try and make the Minions character meet and greet, and yes. which we will talk about. The reason we were hurrying is you'll hear, but we didn't really have a lot of time to stand in line to like get it. I think if we would have got it, we would not have made it in time True for the meet Oh, greet. absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that's all the news we're going to talk about today. If you like unique designs printed on insanely comfortable shirts, then you will really like Capture the Magic Apparel. And this is our apparel company because, well, we basically sponsor ourselves. And right now, our best-selling shirts we have are the Hatbox Ghost Design shirt and the classic Michael Scott I Declare Bankruptcy shirt that is ever copied, but it is our classic shirt that we designed. All our shirts are printed by us in-house and shipped to you to ensure the highest quality, quick turnaround, and great customer service. So if you're looking for high quality, unique shirts, then we will be honored if you would give us a chance and purchase from us. So to check out our design, just head over to ctmshirts.com. And by being a listener of this show, you will get 15% off your order by using the promo code podcast. So again, that's ctmshirts.com and use the promo code podcast to save 15% off of your order today. We're going to move into actually getting into Minion Land. So, <laughs> I wish I had any of the King Bob King sound Bob. So, okay. So they, let's see. When did they start construction on this? They closed Shrek 4D in January of 22. So I don't think they started actually working on this for a little bit. Maybe like a couple months. Well, if you remember, it took so, a little bit of time. And then the construction wall started showing Minions characters yeah. on it. Which yeah. was, that's kind of Universal's way of. This is kind of what they do. Right. Like a subtle, like, it's going to be something. Which, at yeah. the time, I honestly thought, you have Despicable Me right there. I was like, well, are they going to put another? Th-? Which they did. But I, yeah. I kind of didn't know if they would do that or not. But yeah. Right. But all the rumors kept swirling. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's Minions. It's Minions. Um, so it took about a year-ish to actually open. But the soft opening 
was January, or sorry, June 17th was the first day. And they didn't announce that until the day before. So June 16th, they announced, oh, soft opening tomorrow. Yeah. Which I think is smart when you think about it. If you're, if you're talking about like crowd control, I think that's a smart thing to do. Well, when you're talking about a soft opening, the goal of a soft opening is to basically sort of work through the kinks as well. Because right. you're ideal, you know, in the restaurants, if you're going to have new staff, st- you know, ideally, potentially if you got a new ride, you're going to work through mm-hmm. stuff. So I think that is smart because if you announce this like a month ahead of time or two months ahead of time, you potentially have a lot of people coming on that day that are going to be just swarming it. And then if something goes down, you're going to have a lot of people disappointed versus, you know, a soft opening you announced it the day before. More than likely today, if you're going to get locals and, you know, podcasters, vloggers, you know, that type of thing. Right, right. So, yeah, no, I think it was very smart. Um, and so everything but the new ride, Villain Con Minion Blast, opened. Yes. Which is what? Yes. So what is open? You have the Minion Cafe. You have Bake My Day, Freeze Ray Pops, Papa Nana, the Illumination Theater, and then you have Evil Stuff. Uh, which this is the first thing that had opened. It opened a few days before the quote-unquote soft opening, and mm-hmm. this is the basically the exit for the ride when it does open. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch of, as you can guess, Despicable Me and Minions-themed you know, gift shop. Yeah, and it's funny because across the street at Despicable Me ride, there's super silly stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's all the Minion, the happy stuff. Then it's all the Sinister Six stuff. At evil stuff. <laughs> well, some of it's Sinister Six. If it's they have actually all the villains from Despicable Me. Well, that too. Yeah. I just meant like that's the focus of the ride too. So. Right. Um, all right. So yeah, we we decided that we were going to go up on Monday on the nineteenth, and so we arrived around ten forty, ten forty five ish, and as we're walking through the land, you know, we took we're taking pictures and videos and stuff, but we saw. Illumination Theater, which is the meet and greet location for Illumination characters. Yes. We saw Kevin and Bob, the minions, were out meeting. We're like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. So we ran up and the, the team member said that the line was closed and that to come back at 1.30 or 11.30 and then again at 1.30 they'll be out. I'm like, okay, no problem. We'll just come back. So... We instead headed over to Minion Cafe. We did. Yeah, we went and ate right off the bat. So right off the bat. The yeah. So what, what, Jared, what is Minion Cafe? Well, how would you describe it to someone? You may be shocked to learn that this is a, uh, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. It's a quick service restaurant that is completely themed after Minions. I will say this entire land, if you, like for instance, I mean, I've we've watched Minions tons. Our kids like Minions and Despicable Me. I personally enjoyed as well. It's one of those things when the kids watch it, I'm like, I'll watch this. Like it, like I think Minions are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this entire land is themed fantastically after Minions, mm-hmm. and the restaurant is completely just Minion crazy. So you yeah. walk in there, they have it's all yellow. When you're it's walking in, they've got like a tube, <laughs> like you would assume like a, you know, like bank tellers, they shoot those things through the air pipes. It's like the minions are running the restaurant. Right. Yeah. So in the air pipes, you've got bananas and orders <laughs> that'll say like bananas and whatever. So uh, you have that and it's all like, you know, a jumbled thing. Looks like a minion messed up painting outdoor outside of it and he's covered in paint. And you get in there and yeah, it's just, it's all like, it's really interesting because they had skylights in there. So when the mm-hmm. sun's out, it's got a really bright colors with the yellow. Mm-hmm. It's got all the minion stuff in there. 
you got different themed sections. Mm-hmm. So we ate in the break room, which is the Minions break room. Yes. Because they run the place and this is where they go and hang out. Right. So in there, yeah, well, I mean, what do you have in there? You've got foosball tables and work posters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Banana-shaped you, you got lock- Yeah, you got lockers that have their, their stuff in it and there's a, a Minion chicken sitting in there it does make noise if you get close enough to it it'll it'll say something which is fun um and like what looks like it would be like a workstation kind of thing it's where you would go to get like silverware or like put your trash away but it's it's themed very cute yeah um the foosball tables were cool there's only two of them in the break room but it's basically it's a table like it's a table to eat at right so you can also play foosball which is kind of cool and they had motivational posters up on the wall like, what was that? Teamwork. What was it? Teamwork? It was like a mess it made. And it's like, teamwork, it means everyone's responsible. Or, no, or, no, or nobody's no, responsible. It means nobody's responsible or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Like stuff that minions would say. And then it was like 33 ways to take a break. Minion, like minions take a break. And it was like, get fired. Yeah. <laughs> Start a food fight. Yeah. Just walk out and quit. Like stuff like that. Something I noticed <laughs> the kitchen doors where they go in and out of. They had the hinges, so when it opened and closed, it looked like it was off its hinge. It's a oh. very subtle thing, but it was like you would think it would open like very and it so the door hinge it was made to look like the door had been like busted open. I missed that. So there's it's a lot of like very subtle like smart theming in here. Yeah, I mean there are there are tons of little just subtle things about it and not so subtle things about it. So I mean when we walked in, our kids absolutely loved it, like right off the bat. I, if you if you guys ever get to experience this restaurant, the the first thing you should do after you find your table, and it'll have a little QR code on it and a table number, and that's you can order on the app or you can actually walk up and order. Um, after you do that, then you should just go around and just look at all of the theming all over, um, because the break room is where we were, but there's also a kitchen area. So there's three different sections and the, and the one you actually walk into when you enter the restaurant is the kitchen. And there is a big circular display in the middle that shows, you know, shows the minions quote unquote, the minions uh, cooking the food or making the food. Mm -hmm. Like, and everything is bananas or that, uh, that purple, the evil, the evil minion stuff. Um, right. Well, it's from the second movie. The guy El Macho Macho. He turns some of the minions purple. I don't remember. Right. The, I don't remember the exact storyline. I remember that happening. Yeah. Um. So it's got like that, and then on the shelves, like at the the very top, like at the top of this by the ceiling, you've got just yellow knickknacks, like kitchen knickknacks, like yellow mixer, yellow toasters, yellow shaped utensils, like mm-hmm. everything. It's just lined up all, all around. So it's it's really cool. And that's that's the biggest section is the kitchen. That's the most seating. Yeah. And there's regular tables and there's booths. There's also high top tables. So you can kind of choose from there. And the third room is the dining room. And this, I think this might be the smallest section. I don't know. It's kind of long, um, but it is, it's kind of themed to what the minions would decorate as a dining room. At the very, very end, they actually have those tubes. What are they called? The things that suck up. What are those I called? don't know the actual name. I always call them bank teller tubes, but that's the same. That's the same concept. <laughs> yeah. I forget. There's a name for it, but uh, where you're supposed to like put your dishes, quote unquote dishes. You don't really, it's just a display, uh, but it makes a sound as you're 
like it, it takes them up but there's the broken guitar from the first minions movie when he smashes the guitar mm-hmm. in, yeah. in uh, london there's tim Ooh-ka-lele. Ooh-ka-lele. uh tim is framed on the wall there's a bunch of pictures of tim and bob mm-hmm. <laughs> all over the place and uh it's just adorable it's adorable in there the only thing i wish they had was king bob it was king missing king bob, bob but and then outside there's patio seating there is patio seating yes. and it does have fans going out there mm-hmm. but if it's on the day we were there it's very hot out there so mm-hmm. that's where you would sit if you cannot get a seat inside and it's not it's not bad like it is shaded it's shaded it is shaded it i mean shaded. you're still gonna have the heat and the humidity but you don't have mm-hmm. the sun beating down on you it's in shade you do have yeah. fans so it could be much worse it's i just do not like be. how they did that yeah how I'm, they made it to where that when you walk in the doors it's there's there's like a plenty of shaded uh in the front like pillars yes. are up and then you can just kind of go yeah. underneath it and you're in the shade and they do have a menu outside that's on a one of those tall TV screen type things you can mm-hmm. look at. So before you get in there um, and I guess we can go through the ordering process. I actually okay. think the way they did this uh, was very pretty, honestly, really efficient. So you, they encourage you to order on the app, which is the best way to do it. Now you don't have to, they have right. a little register where you can go order up in person. I went up there cause I didn't know if they had a kid's Mac and cheese that just wasn't showing up. Right. Um, but so either way, so when you order, so basically the way ideally this would work is you go and sit down at a table and then place your mobile order because at each table you have a number so ours was 401 i remember that Mm -hmm. so when you sat down and you would place your order you would put 401 and once you put your order in then they will just bring you your food to your table so you don't have to go get your food it'll come right to you so when you when i ordered up in person i asked and I didn't realize what was going on until she asked me. So I asked Jamie and I told her so you can tell them either way. But you ideally have your seat first. Right. They want you to find your table and then order. Yeah. yeah. So and they bring all the food out to you. Um, the drinks came quickly and then the food came, I don't know, five minutes later or something like very that. Very fast. Yeah, very fast. Very fast. So that's how the ordering process goes. It worked really well. We were there. Really efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about what we got. Yeah. Let's so, talk about the menu. Jamie got Otto's Noodle Bowl. This was $17.99, and it is slow-roasted porchetta, udon noodles. Is it tar egg? Tari egg? I think tar egg, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, cilantro, roast corn, shrimp dumpling, and... Talk- <laughs> I don't know. It's that. in a broth. It's a broth. <laughs> um, so uh, just real quick, I took the egg out. I'm not an egg person. It was basically like a hard-boiled, like a deviled egg. It was a hard-boiled egg. Okay. Um, if so it was I, deviled egg, I would have ate it right away. But it was just never It was just cut in half. That's yeah. what it was. Okay, so I gave it to Jared. I was like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't care for that. And um, I very much enjoyed this dish. I will say that they bring out the noodles and the broth separately in little cups to your table when they bring the food, and they will pour the noodles out and then pour the broth on top in front of you. Yeah, well, because she came out and you were doing some filming. You had the kids and yeah. she, she brought it out. I was like, Oh, and then she said, well, do you, cause she saw us filming stuff. She goes, well, do you want to film this part? She was so sweet. And I was like, probably <laughs> yes. yes. So I had to call Jamie over. <laughs> so yeah, they do the whole thing. And it's, so it's, it's a cool presentation. The noodles are supposed to look like bananas. They're, they're yellow. Re- they're real yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was delicious. This was delicious. The porchetta was seasoned very well. I enjoyed it. And the broth was, was very good. The noodles were, not they were they were cooked exactly like I like them, which is not too soft, kind of not chewy, but like al dente. I think you mean al dente. Yes, I do. Yeah. Um, so it was it was cooked very well. I did not care for the shrimp dumpling. 
I did not like that at all. I ate one bite and I was like, no, thank you. And they put that to the side, but everything else was so good. Okay. I would get this again. Yeah, you were, I, you did enjoy it. Anyway, I had a little yeah. bit of it. It was really good. I mean, I'm yeah. not the biggest on foes and soups and stuff like that, but it was Is pretty it good. Is or pho? Maybe it's pho. Either way. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest thing on it, so but I thought it was pretty good. But mm-hmm. I got the Uncle Drew's Belly Fillin' Pork Sandwich, and this was $14.99. This had slow-roasted porchetta, chimichurri sauce, mustard aioli, apple butter, bacon jam, arugula, and a, on a Hawaiian pretzel bun, and it also came with green banana chips. But yeah, so I, I upgraded these and got the Minion Tots, which I'll talk about those real quick. So they are literally, uh, they look like little Minions. And they're, they're not, the, so calling them Minion Tots, you're going to think that they're tater tots, Mm-mm, but they're, they're not. not, they're more like a, I liken it to a French fry cake. It's like potato cake. It's really good. Mm-hmm. They were very good. The texture was, it was like crispy on the outside, like kind of chewy in the middle. These were delicious. I loved them. I loved them. I thought it was, and they're, again, they're really well-themed food because they look like little Minions and our kids both liked them as well. So. And I think you got five of them. I did. There's not a, you don't mm-hmm. get a ton. You get like five or six, I think. And it's a dollar to upgrade to those if you didn't want the banana chips. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it came with the kids. What do you think of your sandwich? Uh, sandwich wasn't the best. Um, okay. I'm not a big fan of, well, first of all, it was kind of small. Mm-hmm. It was a little cold when it came out. So okay. that right at the bat wasn't the best. Um, it wasn't terrible. It just, I'm not a huge fan of uh, the the sauce they put on it. I didn't. I, I there was a lot of the chimichurri sauce and mm-hmm. not much of the, the mustard aioli, the apple okay. butter. So I think that would have made it better. So it was okay. Um, the meat wasn't. It was tender. It, again, it was just kind of cold. So okay, but not the best thing we've ever had. But again, it was meat. And the only thing I would say is maybe it needs more meat. But that's just what I always <laughs> say. But it was it was decent. Um, for the kids, we got them the Fredonia uh, Festival of Mac and Cheese. This is eight ninety nine, and it is just mini shells tossed in a creamy white cheddar cheese sauce, and it comes with minion tots and a mini banana. And now, as macaroni and cheese goes, this was delicious. Like, yeah, so I may actually come out and say this was maybe the best theme park mac and cheese I've had. What? I think I loved it. I thought it was great. It was creamy. Like it's like I like a mac and cheese. Best theme park mac and cheese? Really? What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking of like, I don't know, homecoming. Well, Disney Springs. But I don't know if that I'm talking in park. Okay. Hmm. But it's been a while since I've had I don't know if I've ever had the homecoming mac and cheese. That's I would good. have said whenever Regal Eagle over at Epcot first opened, I would say there, but it is not as good as it was when it first opened. And you think this is better than Oh, Regal I would Eagles? get oh, I would eat this. I would eat bowls and bowls of this. It was well, delicious. Kinda, so, it, so the white cheddar cheese is, is probably what makes it good, right? It was just one like a lot of times you run into the new like these were like shells instead of like your typical like macaroni types of noodles mm-hmm. and the shell they were soft so they weren't they weren't hard which sometimes can happen the sauce it it tasted and it was warm and the, it wasn't like this wasn't almost like half melted half solid it was just very perfect i would okay. just say the texture so 
I loved it. I there wasn't anything insanely fancy to it. I just really enjoyed it. So when mm-hmm. the kids didn't eat all of it, I was like, I will take all of it. Well, our daughter liked it, and she, she doesn't like anything, so that was good. Yeah, <laughs> she she ate she ate a couple bites, which I was glad with. Our son, he really was not interested in eating much. He was very overstimulated. He was very much like, oh my gosh, where am I? This he loves amazing. minions. So he was kind of going crazy with minions, which yeah. I don't blame him. It was everywhere. Yeah. Like he would just look at me and point and be like, oh, look at there. Like just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also got some drinks. Um, why don't you talk about the beer you got? Jared got a Wells banana beer. Banana bread beer. Sorry. So banana bread this, beer. I, I heard about this and I was either like, this is going to be really good or really bad i don't know which way <laughs> it was ten dollars and it came in a can so it wasn't in draft but when they like when they brought it out she said i had to open it at the table because i they i don't they i guess they don't want you giving it to other people i suppose mm-hmm. so um i can't remember the i mean yeah wells is the brewery that makes it sorry yeah but this was surprisingly really good it was more of an ale type beer that had a subtle like banana bread flavor to it nothing overwhelming yeah. It was good. It was really refreshing, especially, I mean, granted, it was 11 in the morning, so I had a beer basically for brunch, but whatever. It was brunch. No big deal. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, it, it was good. I really enjoyed it. I would get it again. It was pretty refreshing. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, again, it wasn't the most expensive beer. It was uh, Modelo's 1050. You can get a Sierra Nevada hazy little thing. It's 1150 and Bud Light's 950. So this was like in the middle, which yeah. I would get this again. It was really good. So I thoroughly okay. enjoyed it. Good. So if you're curious and if you like beer, I think you would like it. If you don't like beer, don't think that this is like some super sweet, like a sour type beer that you might like. It's not that. Like you would not okay. have liked it at all. Oh, no, I didn't. But if try you it. already like beer, you very well may enjoy this. Okay. So. And then we also did the Antidote, and that was $6.99. And this is described as oodles of banana flavor with minion colored topping and graham cracker crumbles. Tastes like a banana cream pie. So this is the one you probably, if you've seen on Instagram, it's the cup is a minion, minion cup. and then it basically when it's put all together, it looks like a minion with like hair, basically. Yes. And when they say it tastes like a banana cream pie, you think, oh, this is going to be creamy. This is going to be like milkshake consistency. No, this is like a banana flavored soda. With banana flavored like buttercream frosting on top. Yes. So you really have to like banana to like this drink or banana cream pie. I mean, if you I, like to drink your dessert. I think what it actually was, I think the soda part of it was more of a, like a, a um, like vanilla, a cream ale is what I think. I think that's what it was. Not a cream ale. What, what do they call it? Cream, cream, soda. Soda. Just cream soda. And then they had a banana flavored icing on top of it. So obviously a lot of this is looks. So you have this one and they have the PX41 Punch, which is the purple version of this. That's a different flavor. So you've seen these if you've looked on Instagram, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought this was really good. And I think I figured out the best way to actually drink this. Okay. So it's a it's strange in that you, you see the frosting and you think more of like if you ever had a cold brew and like a pumpkin cream cold brew and they put that foam on top. That's the consistency you're probably thinking. This is basically like buttercream frosting, not as sweet as a cupcake, but still pretty sweet like you would see on a cupcake. Like it's solid and heavy and sets on top. Okay. So I think the way to drink this is to mix it all together because we drank some of it separately 
And then I at the very I was like, you know, I'm gonna mix it up. So I mix it up and it was really, really good mixed all together. The consistency is so weird though to me. It's more it's kind of like a it becomes almost like a root beer float consistency. Kinda. It's like the whipped cream frosting yes. on top. Is that's how I how I describe it. It's it's so whipped. It's well so again, light it's, and it's, whipped. It's legitimate frosting though. It's kind of heavy. I mean, kinda. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's really good. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I think, in my opinion, I would say mix this. Okay. I'm sure it's a lot of sugar either way. Looks <laughs> yeah. really cool and it tastes. I I actually like the taste of it. I thought it was good. No, no, no. It was good. I I just had the soda at first. I didn't have any of the frosting on top, and I still I liked it like that, just like that. Yeah. So I mean, you could drink it any other. I mean, it's still gonna taste good. So yeah. We uh, I we recommend that. Drink yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the the only thing else I'll say about this is that um, there are freestyle machines. So if you have a freestyle mug or you order your drink, you can go up and get it yourself. The only thing I'll add, the team members here were great. They were fantastic. They were coming to tables and talking, and they would all. So if you ever seen minions, they instead of saying hello, they go bello, bello. That's how the minions talk. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in, all of the team members would be like bello and they walk by each other they say bello so they all like are in character the whole time and they'll come to your table and ask you what'd you get and they'll like when i told them i got the uncle drew saying uncle drew and started yelling and stuff mm-hmm. like that so they're very much into you know at least oh, it's soft opening i mean things like that but hopefully it stays consistent like they were all really into it um we were because we we're in the break room area and I, I think our daughter said something about minions. He goes, "Oh, yeah, those those are my bosses. Like the yeah. the minions are running the place is the whole concept behind this." But we had three different team members approach our table to talk about what we we're eating or if we looked around or what we saw, just stuff like that. Yeah. It was very is very cool, and they they were very good about telling you exactly what you needed to do when you walked in the doors. And there was like three three people at one time were standing at the front. Yeah. Like greeting you. I don't know. It just felt very welcoming and they were trying really, really hard to make sure everybody knew what they needed to do. Yes. You know, there was no confusion. And so that was really appreciated. It didn't, it didn't feel hectic. It didn't feel like anything was going wrong. It it felt very put together. It did. Granted, we got there. It wasn't really busy when we ate because, again, it was like 11 something in the morning. I mean, it was barely 11. (laughs) Right. It definitely started getting busier toward the end of our meal. Sure. But um, one thing I will note, and I I told you this when we were sitting there. So one thing that's really cool about the entire Minions Land area is they have songs like pop songs mm-hmm. that are recorded with minions singing it in so, their own language in their own language which is <laughs> hilarious so during it you hear and you and we notice we're like I, I think oh they are singing this so it's like i think it's at the end of like despicable two and three they actually would sing at the wedding or one of them mm-hmm. so i think that's the concept behind it but the music isn't insanely loud it's like at a good oh, yeah. volume where you can hear it but you don't have to yell to talk so it did have a very it did actually have a very relaxed sort of vibe in here, which I was a little surprised yeah. by because sometimes quick service especially can be really hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when this is like, you know, all open and everything, who, I'm sure it'll be, you know, busier. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think I would like to try some of the other foods. Like I said, my food, I didn't really love a ton. It was okay. So I'd like to try some of the other things. But yeah, and concept-wise, like for kids and like families and things like that, I think it's a really fun restaurant and... 
I agree. You know, if you're a fan of Minions, you'll you'll enjoy this the uh, the ambiance of it all. Exactly. I think it's a good addition to this area for sure. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on from Minions Cafe. Is it Minions Cafe by the way? There's two Right? It's I Minion it's, Land. So it's minions. minion Land and Minions Cafe, I believe. That's not confusing. I think it's the Minions <laughs> run the cafe. I Got know. it. Okay. Okay. Either way, you'll know what they're talking about. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, let's talk about what else you can find in the land. So there is a sweet shop on the corner, kind of as you walk past VillainCon, and it's called Bake My Day. Bake My Day is a sweet shop that has, I don't know, macarons. Mm-hmm. Uh, cake pops they've got cupcakes they've got yeah, fudge fudge just a they had candy bars that were themed after the girls from despicable me yeah by the cash register a lot of packaged candies and stuff too and a lot of merchandise based on um, some of the minion stuff but a lot of uh, fluffy merchandise the unicorn yeah and our daughter actually bought a fluffy unicorn and she, she loves it. She didn't buy the fluffy unicorn. Daddy bought <laughs> it for her. Right. Um, but you know, t-shirts and purses and uh, lounge flies and spirit jerseys. And it's, yeah, there's a, just a bunch of merchandise in there. I will say it's so. not very big in here. It's pretty small, it's pretty small, pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Again, well themed. You had minions, like one minion was hanging from the ceiling and another oh minion gosh. was shooting a like love arrow at him. So That's it's like, right. It was like splatted on the ceiling. The whole land oh, is so like cute. the minions are running amok all over the place. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, it's very. It was very tight in here. Not very big at all. Yeah. So it's it's uh, not the side which we'll talk about. Um, evil stuff. Evil stuff's much bigger than this. This is yes. Very very, very smaller. Uh, well, and I was kind of bummed because I wanted to try the minion cake pop that they have, and they were out. So. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they were out of all the minions themed stuff. Everything else was like fluffy and. Uh, stuff in the in the case but that's okay um so anyway after that we went to evil stuff which i just mentioned that's the gift gift shop attached to villain con and what did we find in there there's a lot of stuff in here so it's <laughs> a lot of the villain based things like macho macho mm-hmm. my favorite which is the uh balazar brat balthazar balthazar he is from despicable me 3 i love him first off he's like he has great music because it's the 80s mm-hmm. and uh trey parker Voice team. Right. So it's hilarious because I like South Park. But right. um, they had him. They had all the villains like uh, Scarlet Overkill. They had the minions in here again, like dressed up on. They would be on uh, some of the, the things where the clothes were. So they were all over the place. They had, you know, your typical things you would see in a, in a gift shop hats and shirts and jackets. And, you know, our son, we got him a little had a nano little gun. Nano gun that yep. made a bunch of noise, which he fell in love with, which is funny. So when we bought it, uh, because they also have the purple minion stuff, and his thing was like the have evil a minion. And they'll mm-hmm. say like have a bad day, mm-hmm. and I think it's also the villain thing. So when we bought it, the guy was really nice. He's like, "Do you want me to take it out the box?" Because it had some of those like you know impossible things to get out. Right. And, uh, and he like, saw our son. Well, he, he saw. Like, well. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, thank you very much." So he took it off, and when we go in a really nice way, he goes, "Have a bad day." Like in a really <laughs> nice way, and I kind of because it took me a second. I was like, well, "He's like, oh, it's right. a villain shop." So they kind of stay in character in here, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, they had. Most of it was, they had a lot of villain con specific themed stuff. They had mm-hmm. a pass holder shirt. Yep. Most of it was a lot of a villain stuff, a minion stuff. So just, you know, what you'd expect in a gift shop, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's based. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did that. And then we did not actually get to try any, but we did go buy freeze ray pops. 
And that's the basically the popsicle place. A genius idea. <laughs> I saw it wasn't open when we were first. That's why we didn't get it in the morning. And then we hopped over to Islands and some stuff there and came back. Right. And when we came back, it was open. And that thing had a line uh, wrapped around it. And you even saw cast members from Transformers were over there buying popsicles. I thought that was hilarious. Because again, it's 90, it was like 94 degrees outside. And there's nothing better you want on a hot day than a popsicle. And I was like, it's a genius idea on their part. But yeah, it's, it's basically a walk-up window. You don't go in anywhere. You just walk up to the window and order them there. Right. <laughs> um, and like, I think some of the regular flavors like uh, mango, strawberry, coconut, they have a blueberry lemonade, cotton candy, cheesecake lemonade. Those are all $5.99. But they also have a Gru, which is Nutella, Vector, Creamsicle, and Minion, which is blue banana. And those are $8.99. That's all. That's. That's a lot for bana- for nine dollars for, for popsicles. Popsicle, yeah, so. I mean, we'll probably they're cute. We'll probably try one, but for two uh, popsicles, like almost twenty bucks, is kind of crazy. But. Yeah, no, we so we didn't get to try that one, um, but we did go to over to Papadana, and that's the popcorn place. And the popcorn place is the one that has the banana popcorn. Yes, which we did try. They also serve here the drinks like the antidote and the purple drink. Yeah. They do. And they, they serve some of the... What else do they serve here? They serve some of the stuff you can get. The, the Wells beer. Banana bre- Bread. Yeah, you get the beer here as well. You can do that well, too. So. Um, so yeah, you can get a lot of the drinks that you get at Minions Cafe over here as well. Um, so you can get the popcorn. You can get regular popcorn. You can get the banana popcorn. And you can get them either in a cup for six sixty nine, Or you can get them in the souvenir popcorn buckets for... I think they start at like 30 bucks, And they go up from there depending on which one you get. Mm-hmm. Like they have the Minions taking a selfie they have them in the car um i don't think there's any new buckets that were out i think they're, they're just using existing ones those are the buckets had. i've seen for a while so yeah. yeah so they have that and then um the drinks like you said um but yeah so we we tried a, a cup of the banana popcorn what did you what did you think of the banana popcorn i so i'm i've been on record many times saying i'm not the biggest fan of popcorn like i'd like a movie theater popcorn mm-hmm yeah. Lots of butter. Sit and watch a movie. When it comes to theme park popcorn, for the most part, I'm like, eh. This was really pretty good. It was, it was like a kettle corn popcorn, and think of a kettle corn basically, but with slight banana flavor. See, I, I think, okay, I agree that it has the banana flavor. I don't think it's as, uh, as glazed as kettle corn. It's is. not as glazed. It's very kettle corn like, I think, and what they use, but. I thought it was good for what it was. I don't know if it's worth seven dollars, but it was pretty good. Like, it's not. It's it's sweet, but it's not overly banana tasting, which that, I think would be a problem if you weren't a huge banana fan. That's the thing about all the flavoring with a lot of the banana stuff. None of it is overwhelming, mm-hmm. which I actually like banana flavored stuff. Me too. Um, which you know what? So I had the beer, we had the the antidote drink, and this, and none of it was over the top like insane banana flavor it was just subtle which i yeah. think is a good way to go about it because i think if you do too much people won't like it so it's just it's enough where i guess if you really didn't like banana you probably wouldn't like this but again it's not it it's not like over the top yeah i agree but i thought it was good as popcorn yeah. goes it's a good mix of you know i don't like regular I think the only way i like popcorn typically is like kettle corn or like with a lot of butter so this way i i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty good I agree. Okay. And I think if you do get the souvenir popcorn bucket, 
you can get refills of of the banana popcorn. I want to say it's three dollars and something cents. Okay. So you just got to show them your giant bucket. And then <laughs> Here, you get here's a my bucket. bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, now, is that for all the time? Like, if you bring the thing back with you, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Like you don't have to you buy d- another big thing of it. I mean, you, you, you just, just get gotta, a refill. Got to yeah, make yeah. sure to bring in your big old bucket with you. But yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, there you go. Um, and then the the last thing we got to do, which I'll explain exactly how this went. So when we got done with Minions Cafe, we ran over. It was 1142. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay. He said, come back at 1130. The Minions are going to be back out. So I'm turning the corner. And oh, I was 130. No, no. This was 1130. Was it? Okay. Yes, it was. So I turn the corner and I see the minions out. I'm like, okay, let's go. And I'm kind of like walking a little quick and maybe, oh, I don't know, 20 feet away. And he puts the rope up and closes the line. I was like, oh my gosh, we like, they just opened the line. Like, that's crazy. So I was like, well, strike two. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're like, okay, well, we'll do some other stuff. We'll come back and hopefully we can meet them before we have to go home. So we did the stuff. We went to Jurassic Park tribute store. Then we went over and we to Islands of Adventure and we did some of the water rides. And then as soon as we were done with water rides, we're like, okay, let's book it back over to Universal in our wet drenched clothes <laughs> like we were drenched walking through and let's go see if the minions are meeting again because it was almost 3 30 and i thought okay if they're meeting at 11 30 and 1 30 it's on the 30 so hopefully 3 30 they're back out i was mm-hmm. just taking a guess because at the time when i talked to the team member about when they were going to be back he didn't mention 3 30 but i just assumed um so oh and also because it's in soft opening this is not anywhere on the app you right. have to ask a team member. Which I think is why these times are so very specific because they're just testing all this out too. So Exactly. Yeah. And so we we rushed over. We we didn't take Hogwarts Express to to park hop. We just went through out through the uh, the front of the park and then back over through Universal Studios Florida. And <laughs> mind you, by the way, I just want to say Jamie <laughs> cannot say no to a survey. Listen, she this, I want you, I want them listen, I want to listen, tell you them. guys may not know this about Jamie. She loves a survey. If somebody asks for her opinion, <laughs> she is like, yes. So we're literally rushing over here. <laughs> Sorry. She even is in line in front of me. And I look like somehow <laughs> two people got between us. And I'm getting ready to go. They, you know, you scan in. And I see her over here with the survey thing. And I'm like, what's mommy doing? And our daughter's like, mommy's taking a survey. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and she's just sitting there taking a survey. So I get in the park and I'm like, let's go. And she I'm was like, like I got this. what about mommy? I'm like, she'll catch us or she won't. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so we're like walking into the park. Jamie's taking a survey. I, it was three <laughs> questions and I was done very quickly. I knew it was going to be done quickly. So it was not a big deal. I didn't deal. know that. I'm literally walking going, your mom cannot say no to a survey. I can't I say swear. no. I can't say but no. But anyways, Jamie did catch up to us I after. Did. So just imagine the Home Alone scene running through an airport to make a plane. And Jamie's like, survey? Yeah, sure. I got time. <laughs> You're like, do you? <laughs> I do, yeah. Let's do this. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> but, okay. So, we're in the park and we're like, we're booking it to get over to Illumination Theater, which is kind of on the side as you're walking toward, um, is it's it on Transformers? The, it's on the right-hand side. So, if you're if you're used to going toward where you, the Bumblebee and Optimus Prime, That's it, Megatron, yeah. the whole meet and greet thing is there. It is on the other side. It's where the old Shrek and Donkey 
yes Gree was um so we're booking it over there and we get there a little after 340 it was like 341 ish so we get in line the line is open i'm like oh thank goodness so we made it and like well, one said, point we're two, you're like, like running i mean we were in the line i think we were good and then you're sitting there and i was just like get get in the get in the rope get in the rope because i was worried they were going to like shut that rope off oh because we weren't quite we in weren't the like rope, but we in, were in line we were in line we weren't like in the rope and yeah. people were you know so I was, so once we got in the rope i was like okay yeah we're good. not even two minutes later they sh- they sh- they closed the line off yeah. so i was like Okay, so had we done anything else differently and taken more time, we would have missed it. Or another survey. Or stop. <laughs> it was a big deal. Anyway, so. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Mommy's not getting picture with the minions today. She had to take a survey. All this to say, if you want to meet the minions, there's also Sing characters that they have been out. I don't know if any other illumination property is going to be out there like secret life of pets or anything i don't know i don't know i'm just, i think in the future they're going to okay. from what they were saying i mean yeah. the only thing i would so this was just one day it was really hot so my guess is they only had like 30 minutes in the suit or a certain amount of time in the suit but it's also soft opening so it very well could just be they're just might they could be having just they're training people in the suits as well so it could be a lot of things that I don't know if this is always how it goes, but just keep in mind, if you definitely want to do it, I would be sure to try and be there like right when they open it. Yeah. It looks like they closed the line about 10. Oh, and they closed it 12 for minutes the rest after they open it. So it was closed for the rest of the day. They were yeah. taking the line 3 down. 3.30 so was the latest one. 3.30 looks to be the latest one to do. Yeah. So if minions are important to you to meet or the scene characters or anybody else, please uh, pa- pack your patience and get there when they tell you to get there. So you don't miss it. Yes. Um, having said that, the minions were adorable. They were hilarious. By the way, in line, they had more of this minion songs when they're singing. And they, <laughs> so I cute. didn't realize it. I remember from the movie, they did. The, remember the I Swear song? Yes. So they have minions singing I Swear. From, oh, so if you remember funny. All for One back in the day, yeah. minions sing it. I was like, that is pretty funny. But So <laughs> ours were, it was uh, Kevin and Bob, if you're familiar with the minions characters. And uh, they honestly, they were really, they were really cool. One thing you didn't notice this, but their eyes blink. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Which no. I think I've noticed too with the Universal uh, character meet and greets. Like if you look at the ones over in Hollywood with Nintendo, those characters talk and they blink as well. Like their oh. their character costumes are pretty like elaborate in that way. Okay, but yeah. it, it was a cute interaction like they were all you know the kids and everything were so excited and our son he's he loves being characters but he does get a little shy which is adorable um our daughter had brought her fluffy that we just bought her oh yeah and showed them and they loved that they and were a big fan of the fluffy. team member was like next time bring fluffy we want to see more fluffy um and but they were very strict also about taking pictures they were allowed just one pose basically I got five pictures out of that. I think they were trying to get the. I think they but, knew with the limited time they were doing yeah. it. They just wanted the most amount of people to get a picture in there. Especially because it was so hot in yeah. those costumes. So, I, yeah, they just tried to. Do it I fast. would assume, and I don't know this, obviously, but maybe when it actually fully opens, that they would probably have. Like what they'll do a lot of times when, like, Buzz Lightyear over in Tomorrowland, he'll go, quote, take a break for five minutes and come back out. Well, somebody, they're switching costumes. So. What? I know. That's I told our daughter he just had to change batteries, but I'm assuming <laughs> I, they'll eventually have enough staff to be able to do like where they just go do that. Because I mean, 
it's a popular thing. And I think that's something yeah. Universal is not really big on the meet and greets as of now, but I think it will continue to grow mm-hmm. with minions and like Nintendo and even, you know, the Transformer one when it's there. That's always fun to go do. But yeah, I think that's something that they'll probably, I don't know how they'll handle it, but I think that's going to be an aspect of Universal that will continue to grow. Is that part of it? Yeah. So, all right. So, initial thoughts about the land we got to experience as it is now. What do you think? Nothing groundbreaking, mm-hmm. but really solid theming. If you love minions, it's great. It's fantastic. It's I I thought a lot of it was funny. Mm-hmm. It's not subtle. It's very much like minions <laughs> have overrun the area, which I yeah. think is hilarious. Again, if you're a fan of the movies, you'll catch a lot of the references for stuff. I I really enjoyed it. Again, I didn't go into this thinking this is going to be some groundbreaking thing. They're just taking an area and retheming it. Basically, uh, you know, eventually the the ride will be in there. So I enjoyed it a lot. And again, I love minions. I think they're freaking hilarious. So <laughs> I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad our kids enjoyed as well because I yeah. just yeah. But what about you? Oh, I I think it's adorable. I. You know, we we never ate at Monsters Cafe, which is, was there before Minions and all that whole right, block. Yeah. We never really ate there. Shrek 4D, it was time. It was time for it to mm-hmm. to change. So I'll be excited when the when the ride opens, and when the ride does open, we'll we'll make another trip down there to Dang experience it. it. Um, but the fact that Despicable Me Minion Mayhem is already up over there across the street, it just it fits. I think it fits well within that area. I'm glad to see more things for children that are around our, our kids' age. Yes. I That's one thing that, yes, I very much agree with. Yeah. I think the theming is good. Again, like you said, nothing nothing like super duper amazing, but just cute. Everything's really cute and it's it's well done. Um, you know, could it be bigger? I mean, maybe, but with Rock and Roller Coaster and the the Rock Tower Plaza... Right. Is that what it's called? Rocket Tower Plaza? Uh, or is that Dis- is that Disney? Whoops. <laughs> Whatever. The, the the area with the stage in front. That's already there. So they have kind of limited space to work with already. But I think they, they used it well. And, you know, I, I'm excited to try more foods, more drinks when mm-hmm. we go back. And, yeah, I, I'm happy with it. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I agree completely that this is great for... And we've talked about before, Universal can be tough with Littles. Mm-hmm. And this is something, you know, our kids, you know, our daughter's six now and our son is not in that, you know, baby, baby phase and, and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I think this is great for littles and I think it's a good, I mean, it's a good amount. Like it was, you've got a whole, if you look at that street and the whole, I mean, the first section when you walk in is now all basically all minions. Once you get past the first, uh, we can go down, uh, Beverly Hills there to the right. It's mm-hmm. all minions. So yep. I, I will be very excited when the ride opens. I'm, I'm hoping the ride, if the ride is really good, that would be the kind of, that's going to be obviously the cornerstone of this mm-hmm. land is the ride. So hopefully right. the ride is really good. The rumor is it's kind of like a Toy Story Mania type thing where it's like a shooting game and you have mm-hmm. a score. So if that's the case, that is up my alley, which I will very much enjoy. And yeah, I, I think it's great for, like you said, I think more stuff for kids. I think they're taking a, a popular ip obviously with the last few minions movies doing very well that people love and putting it in there so yeah i i really enjoyed the cafe i think the cafe was really really well done mm-hmm. i really liked the music that they played in there because again mm-hmm. like you don't notice it at first because it's very like 
seventies music because like the first Minions movie takes place in the seventies. The first one, or the the Rise of Gru. Excuse me, the Rise, Rise of, of Gru is in the seventies, yeah. and mm-hmm. then some. So you have some seventies music, but it takes a minute for you to re- realize that it's the Minions that are singing it. So there's all these songs that you know the beats to that takes you a minute. So stuff like that. Like I just think it was it like you said it was cute. It was really well done. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Same, same Z's. And when I go here without my children, yes. If <laughs> <laughs> if you don't ever want to go actually into the cafe, you can do mobile pickup. You they, can't. They have a window for they that. They have a window for that. Yeah. So that is that is kind of cool. But um, all right. Well, that's all we want to talk about with Minionland. I think. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, thank you, thank you for uh, participating in the conversation, Jared. Thank you, thank you for having me involved in the conversation. <laughs> and if you want to watch us have this conversation or check out our vlog that we did on Minion Land, you can go to our YouTube channel, Capture the Magic, where we we went over everything that we just talked about in a little more detail. So you can check that out and subscribe to that, comment on the video, whatever. And uh, we're also on social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. We're Capture the Magic every. We're Cap the Magic everywhere except for TikTok or Capture the Magic. Yes. And we've got some other shows on the network, including the Capture the Magic main podcast, which is on Thursdays with Jared and I. We talk about all things Disney and some news. Uh, Universal shows every two weeks on Mondays. Obviously, you're listening to this now. Um, Trip Tales is once a month. That's my trip report show I do. I will have a new one coming out the first week of July. It kind of got pushed back a little bit since I'm going to be out of town. Um, so look for that. And uh, Outside the Bubble, which will be returning shortly. Um, that's when we experience stuff outside of Disney and Universal and discuss that. So what am I forgetting? I don't think anything. That's it. Great. No. All right. Well, thank you everybody for watching or listening. And again, thank you, Jared, for being here. As always, you're very welcome. (laughs) And as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.